Let my prayer be set forth in thy sight as the incense, and let the lifting up of my hands be an evening sacrifice. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done. And we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent. According to thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life. To the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant, we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins and serve thee with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouths shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 33 on page 378. Rejoice in the Lord, O ye righteous, for it becometh well the just to be thankful. Praise the Lord with harp, sing praises unto him with the lute, an instrument of ten strings. Sing unto the Lord a new song, sing praises lustily unto him with a good courage. For the word of the Lord is true, and all his works are faithful. He loveth righteousness and judgment, the earth is full of the goodness of the Lord. By the word of the Lord were the heavens made and all the host of them by the breath of his mouth. He gathereth the water of the sea together as it were upon a heap, and layeth up the deep as in a treasure house. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Stand in awe of him, all ye that dwell in the world. For he spake, and it was done. He commanded, and it stood fast. The Lord bringeth the counsel of the heathen to naught, and maketh the devices of the people to be of none effect, and casteth out the counsels of princes. The counsel of the Lord shall endure forever, and the thoughts of his heart from generation to generation. Blessed are the people whose God is the Lord Jehovah, and blessed are the folk that he hath chosen to him to be his inheritance. The Lord looketh down from heaven, and beholdeth all the children of men. From the habitation of his dwelling, he considereth all them that dwell on the earth. He fashioneth all the hearts of them, and understandeth all their works. 
There is no king that can be saved by the multitude of an host. Neither is any mighty man delivered by much strength. A horse is counted but a vain thing to save a man. Neither shall he deliver any man by his great strength. Behold, the eye of the Lord is upon them that fear him, and upon them that put their trust in his mercy. To deliver their soul from death, and to feed them in the time of dearth. Our soul hath patiently tarried for the Lord, for he is our help and our shield. For our heart shall rejoice in him, because we have hoped in his holy name. Let thy merciful kindness, O Lord, be put be upon us, like as we do put our trust in thee. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the eighth verse of the 26th chapter of the book of Jeremiah. Now it happened when Jeremiah had made an end of speaking all that the Lord had commanded him to speak to all the people, that the priests and the prophets and all the people seized him, saying, You will surely die. Why have you prophesied in the name of the Lord, saying, This house shall be like Shiloh, and this city shall be desolate without an inhabitant? And all the people were gathered against Jeremiah in the house of the Lord. When the princes of Judah heard these things, they came up from the king's house to the house of the Lord, and sat down in the entry of the new gate of the Lord's house. And the priests and the prophets spoke to the princes and all the people, saying, This man deserves to die, for he has prophesied against the city, as you have heard with your ears. Then Jeremiah spoke to all the princes and all the people, saying, The Lord sent me to prophesy against this house and against this city, with all the words that you have heard. Now, therefore, amend your ways and your doings, and obey the voice of the Lord your God. Then the Lord will relent concerning the doom that he has pronounced against you. As for me, here I am in your hand. Do with me as seems good and proper to you. But know for certain that if you put me to death, you will surely bring innocent blood on yourselves, on this city, and on its inhabitants. For truly the Lord has sent me to speak to you all these words in your hearing. Here ends the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name, and his mercies on them that fear him throughout all generations. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud, the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent empty away. He remembering his mercy a hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 16th verse of the 10th chapter of the Gospel of St. Matthew. Behold, I send you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. Therefore, be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. But beware of men, for they will deliver you up to councils and scourge you in their synagogues. You will be brought before governors and kings for my sake, as a testimony to them and to the Gentiles. 
But when they deliver you up, do not worry about how or what you should speak. For it will be given to you in that hour what you should speak. For it is not you who speak, but the spirit of your father who speaks in you. Now brother will deliver up brother to death, and a father his child, and children will rise up against parents and cause them to be put to death. And you will be hated by all for my name's sake. But he who endures to the end will be saved. When they persecute you in this city, flee to another. For assuredly, I say to you, you will not have gone through the cities of Israel before the Son of Man comes. A disciple is not above his teacher, nor a servant above his master. It is enough for a disciple that he be like his teacher, and a servant like his master. If they have called the master of the house Beelzebub, how much more will they call those of his household? Therefore do not fear them, for there is nothing covered that will not be revealed, and hidden that will not be known. Whatever I tell you in the dark, speak in the light, and what you hear in the ear, preach on the housetops. And do not fear those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul, but rather fear him who is able to destroy both body and soul in hell. Are not two sparrows sold for a copper coin? And not one of them falls to the ground apart from your father's will, but the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Do not fear, therefore, you are of more value than many sparrows. Therefore, whoever confesses me before men, him I will also confess before my Father who is in heaven. Here ends the second lesson. Lord, now let us thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to light in the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only, that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Grant, O merciful God, that as thine holy apostle St. James, leaving his father and all that he had, without delay was obedient unto the calling of thy Son, Jesus Christ, and followed him. So we, forsaking all worldly and carnal affections, may be ever more ready to follow thy holy commandments. Through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O God, who has prepared for those who love thee such good things as past man's understanding, pour into our hearts such love toward thee that we, 
loving thee above all things, may obtain thy promises, which exceed all that we can desire. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. The love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, everyone. Just a few quick thoughts about tonight's lessons, and specifically about St. James the Apostle. St. James was the brother of John, and he was the first apostle who was martyred. And so we see that reflected in our readings for tonight, how everything is emphasizing his willingness to preach the gospel and preach Jesus Christ crucified and resurrected and how he faced down opposition from the Jewish leaders at the time and eventually cost him his life. And so that that's where they're sort of going with our readings for tonight in how you know he he's being told by Jesus how he'll face opposition and how he'll be you know has to remain strong and trust in God through these trials that he will endure and all the apostles had to endure and so he becomes a, a an example or a marker of what martyrdom looks like throughout Christian history but one of the things that I was thinking about as this whole day and all of our lessons and this whole reflection on St. James, especially for me in that this marks the two-year anniversary of my own ordination to the diaconate. I was ordained on St. James's day. And so I've always, you know, think, think about James. And, you know, one of the, the, the important things that I think that you know we often overlook in our our discussions and our veneration of the apostles is that they were not just mere followers of Jesus. They were something more. They were Jesus's friends. They were, you know, along him, James, along with his brother John, you know, Peter and Andrew were brothers, and they were partners, all the four of them together in business before Jesus called them. So all these guys were, you know, were living in the same area, had relationships, and they had a relationship with Jesus that was more than just teacher and disciple. There was true friendship. You know, Jesus would go off to pray and bring Peter, James, and John with him. These were his friends. These, these were the people that he shared meals with, many meals with. And so for our own takeaway from that is, is to remember the importance of spiritual friendships, our friendships with each other and with those people in the church. So for my own part, I would not be here wearing this collar without friends here at specifically at St. Matthew's who encouraged me, who, 
who were with me along the way, who are still with me today, people that I can talk to, people I can, you know, pray with, who will, are there when, you know, when I have an issue or something like this, and then I can be there for them in their own, you know, times of trial. This, the nature of the Christian life is essentially relational. We are in a relationship with Christ. We are in a relationship with God through Christ, all of it within the, 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 the Holy Spirit that connects us and binds us all together. We are each of us in a relationship with each other. And so that's very important. You know, far too often in the church, we've seen people, especially people who do put on the collar, who don't actually have relationships with the people that they're serving. They, you know, preach and then they leave and then they go off and do their own thing. Or oftentimes they do stuff with no one. They have no relationships. They have no deep connections with people. They have no spiritual director. They have no spiritual friendship, no spiritual guidance with one another. And so this is a very important thing. And it's one of the reasons why our own parish is so strong and vibrant is those relationships that we have with one another. And so not only are each of us strengthened by our relationships with others, but we also strengthen others by our relationships with them. And we are all changed by our relationships with others and the willingness and openness to change is a something that happens in us, not something directed by us, but by loving other people, we allow them to change us. And it's a, and most especially by loving God, we allow ourselves to be changed by God. And it's a very special thing. So it's always important to remember and reflect on spiritual friendship and how lucky and privileged we are to have that. We continue with our intercession on the bottom of page 590, and we'll take a moment to call to mind our own prayers and intentions. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations, and may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain 